When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anytime. Anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello and welcome back to another edition of the Water Ball A podcast. We've kind of been on a sabbatical for the last two weeks or so. Just kind of had a lot on at the moment, um, myself and Ant. As always, I am joined by Ant. How are you, mate? I'm very good, mate. Thank you very much. Good, good. And uh, it's back, mate. It's Wimbledon. We did a podcast last year reviewing Wimbledon. We've kind of let a day go past, um, you know, get a little bit of like, Post match match reaction in from obviously Emma Raducanu and Andy Murray and also that uh, Cameron Norrie and Heather Watson has just won this afternoon as well, um. So nice to get a bit of you know reaction in for that. But how are you feeling about Wimbledon tournaments this year? Yeah, it's been good so far. Obviously, like second DM, we're we're currently both sat watching Rafa Nadal. It looked as if he was coasting to a straight set victory really but then he's appalling Francisco Serendola who I don't I think I think he's one for the tennis purists uh, I don't think many people have heard of him he's playing really really well so it's a really good game it's been it's been a, obviously it's been a good Wimbledon obviously the the issue is obviously over the rankings there's no ranking points so are Ali's players going to take it as seriously you know I would probably say well it's Wimbledon so you still have that prestige but you know, there's going to be some big losers in this. You know, like for, as far as ranking points go, you know, obviously, um, 
I think obviously we lost uh, Berentelli the day, didn't we, with his with his oh, COVID. Right. So he's lost all of his ranking points that got him to the final last year. You know, you look at Emma Raducanu, who's made it to the fourth round when she was nobody last year. We never heard of her. You know, it doesn't matter how far she gets in this tournament now, she'll lose an absolute boatload of ranking points. So there's uh, some big losers, I think, with that. But I totally understand the you know the the LTA's decision to. You know, to ban you know the the Russian athletes and the, and the Belarusian athletes, and I think they've got to take the run the, the run with the smooth if that's what you know the tennis association wants to do. If that's what the WTA want to do, and um, take away the ranking points, then that then that's fair game, I think. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, obviously Naomi Osaka is one of the people who you know came out and had a you know something to say about the the ranking points decision. I mean, I'm like. Like you said there, I don't necessarily think our opinions are wrong or anything, but she is one of the players who is also missing this year, uh, as well as Roger Federer and, bless him, Alexander Zverev, who broke his ankle um, against Nadal um, only a couple of weeks ago. Um, I mean, the Wimbledon this year is missing a few big players, let's be honest. I mean, but it gives an opportunity for maybe some younger talent to come through, maybe. Anyone that you got your eye on? <laughs> well, my tip for the tournament pulled out this morning with COVID, so yeah, man. Uh, I, th- I, only, I honestly, fant- I honestly, really, really did. Uh, I, obviously, I'm, I'm trying to go away from Novak, you know, because everybody wants, and everyone wants, and probably thinks Novak will win. I don't think it, this is just saying I'm watching Nafa, watching uh, Nafa, watching Rafa at the minute. I just don't think he, he wins Wimbledon anymore. You know, he's um, his knees, his foot, and everything like that. It's just so bad for him on grass. So I kind of see him winning. So yeah, I was gonna, I was seeing Berrettini all day long, um, and he pulls out today with uh, with COVID. So as far as the men's go, you're looking at obviously Medvedev's not here, he's not playing. Roger Federer is not there, and uh, he's injured, isn't he? And I don't think he would have won it anyway. You know, Novak hasn't had that much. Um, you know, time playing time this year because he's had to cherry pick his tournaments because he refuses to be vaccinated, which is up to him. Um, so it does open it up for somebody, doesn't it? You know, like you know the likes of Sipsitas. You know, will he finally? You know, he hates grass though, so well, <laughs> I don't think he'll he'll do it. So you just can't look beyond Djokovic. But for some reason, I just don't think he'll win it. So there's, uh, I, I want to give you a winner. Um, is Shapovalov still in? He's in. Yeah, we'll go for Shapovalov just as a an outsider, really. Yeah, well, I was looking at the um the betting odds for the men's outright, and I think we always have this conversation days in advance every year about Wimbledon. We always want to pick an outsider to win or someone who we quite fancy to win, but mm. then we always tend to say, "Ah, but Novak and you know Nadal and you know you can't write those off," which you never can. Let's be honest. I mean, Novak is the the favourite, followed by Nadal and then Carlos Alcatraz. Um, Felix Auger Alassime is up there as well, who is very bright young Canadian talent. Um, to sip that, you know, hates grass like you see. I think, is he playing later on today, is he? He's playing now. Playing he's now. actually playing now, yeah. Yeah, so he's next. Nick Kyrgios is 23-1. to 1. Andy Murray, 26-1. to Shapovalov, 41-1. to 1. Yeah, we'll have him. <laughs> Cameron Norrie, 51-1, to 1, you know. Uh, we'll have him. Um, we'll but have him. I'm just looking at it like I say. I'm just looking at the tournament now, and I just you can't you can't look look past Novak, can you? You know, let's let's just be honest. Even if he hasn't had that much game time, he looked all right yesterday. Yes, he dropped a set, but he dropped a set last year to, to Jack Draper. I don't think he, you know, he he still just he was still amazing. So 
I just can't say beyond them. You know, it's uh, the, the bother is I think at the minute we've got an outstanding candidate in the in the men's, which we always do. We always say, well, you know, Rafa might do, Roger might do. Andy Murray yesterday looked all right, to be fair to him. Um, you know, I, I quite enjoyed his game. You know, he's but again, you've got to think: is his body going to hold up? Probably not. You know, um, so that one, and, and and even going into the the women's side of things, you've got you know Eva Schwartek, who's just absolutely dominating that. You know that that field at the minute, and you know, are we going to see two winners who are just you know the the betting favourites and probably you know the way it's looking, but you know, hopefully we'll be surprised. Yeah, no, I mean, um, obviously looking at Nadal and Novak as obviously two elite legends in the game, and then you've got young mm. Carlos Alcatraz who's nineteen years old, who was by the looks of it the third favourite. I mean. Do you see yeah, him? He struggled yesterday, Gary. Like he really, really struggled yesterday. I'm sure he was two sets down. Was pulled he, it back. You know, he, he did struggle. So possibly he's a future winner, isn't he? You know, the hundred percent. You know, the um I think the Ali the Ali Asim argument's a good argument. Um because he got quite far last year, didn't he? Beat Nadal last year. So um, you know, that's a good argument to have, I think. Um but they're just uh, they're just showing the doll. I think he's brought back there, so he's got about twenty rackets. The mm-hmm. re for a minute. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, you want to see some because obviously these these players aren't going to be around forever. You know the the golden age of Federer, Nadal, Djokovic. You know Djokovic is the youngest out of them three, thirty five. You know, and, and he, he even include Andy Murray in that. You know, because Andy Murray before his hip injury was was beating these players. You know, he's you know he's two time Wimbledon champion. So, but their 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 time is you know is going to be over very soon, and you're waiting for these for these lads to really like jump up. Obviously, Medvedev's won uh, an, an Open now, a an Open, a Grand Slam. Um, you know, Sipsitas I think has, or at least he's been in finals and stuff. So at least they're making it. But the, there is space for uh, you know a young stallion to come up, and you know I'm going to put Jack Draper in that category. From what I've seen of Jack Draper on grass. He's got everything, to be honest. He's got a big serve. Um, he won in straight sets today, very, very comfortable. He got the semi-finals of Eastbourne last week. You know, had a decent Queens. You know, he's just, you know, he's only a young lad, so it's a, it's a one to keep an eye out, I think, for the for the next British superstar. Yeah, no, I'd I'd love to see uh, young Draper do brilliantly for us. I mean, we'll we'll go on to the English players in a moment, but another player that I just want to quickly mention here is Casper Ruud, who reached the final of the French against Rafa. I, I think Rafa, let's be honest, demolished him. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, what's your thoughts on young Casper Ruud? Uh, I haven't seen enough of him, to be honest. And, again, he's another one who hates the grass. Um, so you can't see him, you know, doing much in the tournament. I'm not even sure if he's already... Played or not, I'm just quickly having a lot. I don't think he's played today, but um, this is this is going well. <laughs> but he got knocked out by a British man, didn't he? Bear Peniston in at Queens. Queen's so you, you got to say if you're getting beat, and, and and you know this is absolutely no disrespect to, to young Peniston, you, you've got to be beating them players on grass if you're gonna if you're gonna win Wimbledon, you know. And uh, to be fair to Peniston, he's won again today. So obviously he's um, he's absolutely you know took the ball by the horns in on this grass season, hasn't he? Because he got through to. Uh, a Queen's quarter last, uh, Eastbourne quarter last week because uh, him and Draper played each other. Yeah, no, um, and you know, going on to the English players who we've got the British players, 
There's going to be quite a few names that I'm probably going to forget here, and I'm sure he'll remind us of them. But, um, you know, we've, we've got obviously the obvious ones. We've got Andy Murray and Emma Raducanu, who there was mm-hmm. Saturday were going to play doubles. And, you know, that would have been good for the British game. But Raducanu isn't fit and Murray's had injury problems. It wouldn't really be fair on both of their careers to play doubles when they're not fit. But it would have been nice to see it. But yeah, Radicano went through yesterday, Murray went through, Watson went through earlier on today. We've got Katie Bolter playing shortly. Cameron Norrie went through yesterday. Chatter with Draper. Um Peniston. Um he went through. I remember you telling us that this morning. Um, yeah. that was the lad that um survived cancer, is that right? Yeah, that's him. Yeah, he had a rare form of cancer when he was like I think it was six or something, and you know, fair play because he's twenty six. He's not young, young for a yeah. tennis player, and I don't think many people would have heard of him up until Queens. And he's he's absolutely smashed it. You know, he was excellent today. Won very, very comfortably, straight sets. It's all you want, isn't it? You know, uh, um, really, really promising. And we've got a lad who's out, who's literally just won now. Our uh, lad called Gray. Um, he's beat Sheng, who's. Uh, I think Djokovic beat him a couple of years ago, but yeah, so we've got another one through. Um, let's have a look. Uh, he's, I'm just watching his last few shots, actually, because uh, I've got a few of these screens, you know, when you're on multi-screen on your, on your TV. Uh, I've, uh, I've got multi-screens. I'm just watching uh, watching that. Um, yeah, so he's got through, and Liam Brody's out on court at the minute, and he's capable of beating a, um, beating a, a game or two. You know, he's winning a couple of rounds, getting through to the second week. I think he's capable of doing that, so... Fingers crossed he can, uh, he can get through. Um, Dan Evans is out on court at the moment and he's getting beat, but he's a fighter. I'm sure he'll come back. I'm sure he'll come back uh, quite well as well. Alistair Gray, his uh, name is. He's Yeah, he's got through, so fair play to him. You know, there's, we're doing all right so far, the Brits. You know, I think, obviously, I think Katie Swan got beat today, but I think she would have won had she not been hampered by injury. You know, she got a really bad, like, kind of like injury to a hamstring I think she slipped in the first game uh, but took the first set she was she was alright you know um, yeah we're, we're, I think there's more through than out so that's not bad to be fair yeah definitely, um, definitely but it's mean. it's about getting them all if we can get two or three in the week two you're happy aren't you you know if we can get Mary and, and Emma in in the, in the second week and then say Dan or Cameron can you know, get some, get something going, get a run going. Um, you know, Heather Watson on a date can beat anybody. She nearly beat Serena Williams, you know. So, um, you know, she might do well. We've still got Harriet Dart and Katie Bolter to go out. And um, Katie Bolter's had a brilliant grass season. You know, she's beat some, like, big, big names, like the like, likes of Alison Risk um, on grass. You know, Harriet Dart, again, is so much improving over, over, over this year. Every time I've seen her, I've actually preferred... Her game this year, the Emiratikanos, even though you know we'll we'll probably go into Radicano a little bit, but um, you know Harriet Dart, very capable tennis player. So if we can get a few into the second week, that's all we want, really. We just I remember about 10, 11, 12 year ago now, and you know it's no disrespect to these players, but likes of Alex Bogdanovic, you know, who were just getting getting the wild cards, losing in the first round in straights all the time, and you're like, well, it's a waste of a wild card. And and now you're seeing, you know, the likes of Jack Draper, who's I think qualified for this one. But you look at Ryan Peniston, who's used his wild card, smashed someone in in three sets, and has earned himself, you know, a good little bit of money that'll keep his year going. 
you know, that's what you want. You don't want... I, I, I always thought, like, these players, like, 10 years ago were very, you know, very mollycoddled. You know, they used that... They used the wild card to pay for their year. And that kind of, it kind of made them lazy, you know. Um, so to see a few through, that's what we want to. That's what we want to see. It's good for the game, good for the British game. Yeah, I totally agree. And um, the first player, player that I kind of want to talk about briefly um, is, is Heather Watson. So Heather Watson was on late last night till half past ten, um, yeah. where you know it was it wasn't the easiest of games for her last night. I mean, I. I've been at work today, so I don't know what's happened today. Obviously, I know she's gone through. I don't know how she's played, but you said you'd watch that game. So how did Heather get on a, a day later when, she, to be honest, she would have been a lot fresher because she looked tired to me last night? Yeah, they the both looked tired, though, didn't they, last night? And and I know we've had a conversation. You had said she probably would, you, you think she would have lost last night. I personally think she would have maybe rolled rolled over, you know, because um, if, if you if if you go, if you won that set and it's late at night, you're tired, you build up all that energy to win that set, it's quite easy for it to drop, as you say. Yeah. You know, yes, you can use the crowd, you can use, you know, you can use anything, but, you know, her opponent, Corpatch, was playing quite well and to be fair, probably should have won it last night, but to be fair to Heather this, this morning when she came out, she was excellent, you know, like it a sail through six two. Um, you know, gave a really, really if you if you if you want to watch it later on her interview, a really emotional interview, which you know, she got choked up and all that. She's obviously had a bad couple of years with, with COVID, which everybody has, which is what she said, but I remember watching her last year when she really should have won her first round and got and she had match points, she had the game in her at her mercy really and, and ended up losing. And it's nice to see because she's she's a regular at Wimbledon now, isn't she? You see pretty much every year. And, you know, her game on centre against Serena Williams is still one of the best games of women's tennis I've ever seen. You know, and she should have won that. She was match point, you know. She, sorry, she was serving for the match. And obviously serving in a match against Serena, your nerves do go. But since then, I think, yeah, there's been a bit up and down. Obviously, she's had glandular fever. She's had all sorts. But she's like, she is one of those kind of people you just want to do, you want to see do well. You know, like, she's always got... The crowd are always behind her, you know, and she's she seems like a really really nice girl. So you know, you wish her all the best, really. And yeah, I hope I don't know if she's got in the second round, but you know, I hope she yeah, I hope she does well. Yeah, she, yeah, she'll be playing again tomorrow, which is bad for her. She played three three days in a row because the first round was yesterday, wasn't it? So she'll be she'll be up tomorrow. Yeah, so she's kind of put a half day in, really, essentially. Yeah, yeah. Um, it overtime. <laughs> yeah, obviously we've got a couple of the the English la- the British ladies who are playing later on today. Um, Emma Raducanu went out on centre for the first time in her career. Um, lot of talk about you know. Can she handle the pressure of centre court, or how will centre court take to her? Um, will they kind of get behind her, or will the pressure get to her as well? Coming into this, um, is she fit? Was she going to play? Is she actually fit still to play? Where do we see her going? There's a lot of questions around Raducanu, and you know, I we've had this conversation. Given our current, you know, fitness, I didn't, I don't think she might make it past the second round. I'm hoping. You know, she goes on and wins it, and hopefully, Brit goes on and wins the the men's. But I'm not sure. We had this discussion. You no, know, she's got uh, not the easiest of second round games on paper. Um, but you said you fancied her for the second round as well to get through to the third. I mean, what did you make of Raducanu's performance yesterday? 
all things considering, you know, as in she's been unfit for, you know, she got a side strain. Um, I think it was at Nottingham, wasn't it, where, where she got a, a side strain. And, you know, listen, a side strain is... Oh, Rafa's just won, by the way. But um, yeah. a side strain is is quite a serious injury in, in in tennis. It's a serious injury anyway, but you look at tennis when you're moving, your hips, you're moving, you know, everything. And she didn't look... You know, look, It looked a nasty injury. You know, I was watching a little bit of that game when she just came straight off. She shouldn't have even tried it. I think she was trying because... Yeah, there is this thing about her that she's got injuries, you know, but I've just got this thing about Emma Raducanu is, and I'll compare her to Andy Murray, right? Andy Murray came onto the scene, um, you know, at, I think it was at Queen's, you know, and he got he got an injury and came at Wimbledon. I think he got through to the second round or the third round. And he in the third round, he played Marcus Bagdatis and Bagdatis rolled him over very easily. And tell Murray was just spent. And this is like round about the same age. Radicanu last year, no one knew who she was. We was we had we, if you listen back to our preview last year, we have not mentioned the name Emma Radicanu because we didn't know who she was. And she's gone on, gone into the fourth round of Wimbledon. You know, everyone wants a piece of her because you know she's this young British darling. I think it's more because we haven't had that that much success in the women's side in our lifetime at all. We didn't have it in the men's side really until Andy came along. But we had we always had Henman who got close. We had Rosetsky who was who was you know in in second weeks of Wimbledon. You know Henman who probably should have won Wimbledon. We've always had someone to cheer for on the men's side. We've had nobody really on the, on the female side. And Emma's just come out of nowhere. You know, absolutely blitzed everyone in the US Open, and now. You know, everyone's wanting all of these big companies, major companies wanting a piece of it. You know, so it's made her a very wealthy woman. But a first kind of a first priority is tennis. But she's been a part-time player last year, playing a handful of games before Wimbledon, the US Open, to playing now every week. Now, for me, she's going to pick up injuries. You know, you've you've just got to take the rough with the smooth with that. And some of these injuries, not as if she's had the same one. So, like like people call it injury prone. Now, I wouldn't call someone who's had blisters in her hands, blisters in her feet, a side strain, a back spasm, and a knee injury, injury prone. So I would say they're a selective, you know, amount of injuries. Like someone like, Mike, remember Mike, when Mike Lone played football for Liverpool, Mike Lone always had a, a dodgy hamstring. Yeah, That's injury prone for me because that is a part of your body that you know is, you know, is susceptible to injury. So I just think with, with them at that, a lot of the media's bigged her up, which rightfully so, you know, because, you know, she's got, like, she's going to have this for the rest of her life now. But this is her first year on the tour, away from home, where, you know, she's obviously got a really good, you know, family support and everything. You know, whatever happened with Torben Belts didn't work. You know, I know her dad's quite, you know, he's quite involved, isn't he? And whatever. I mean, cause personally, I think that that split was a little bit of a mistake because I like Torben Belts. I think he's an excellent coach. Um, and, you know, he's he's got a top 10 player. You know, um, I can't remember who he's got at the top of my head, but he's he's now coaching um, someone else. But that's by the by anyway. But with Emma, I think that everyone's just got to be patient with her. You know, she has got a you know a, a massive amount of talent. You watched her yesterday, and this is against a player who's won a grass tournament this year. So a player's come in form, and Emma absolutely demolished her. You know, it was a gritty performance. She didn't play very well, but she got the job done in straight sets. Have a rest today 
go out tomorrow against Karin and Garcia, which is a bloody hard game. But Garcia struggled yesterday, and Garcia's also got an injury. So, you know, I think she'll do that. What I think a lot of people need to do is just burden the expectation for this year. Yes, if it's still happening in two or three years where she's pulling out of tournaments or she's injury all the time, I, I get that, you know, and I kind of agree with that. But for a 19-year-old lass who's still developing, still learning, still, you know, still has, you know, you know, still has all of these, you know, things, and she's still doing her A-levels, you know, let's not forget that, you know, she's she's still, you know, doing um, exams and everything like that. So, you know, I think it happens with, with the medium and it happens with everybody, but I think they just need to, like, just let her concentrate on her game. You know, and it will come because she has got the talent. You know, the US Opens don't get won by mugs. You know what I mean? And and she's gone gone and done it. So I, f- I think she's capable of winning a lot of majors. But I think we just need to be a little bit more patient with her and not just write her off because she's had a, you know, a, a bad three, four months. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know. I get where you're coming from. I, I don't think anyone who, like, you know, who, like, follows tennis and, you know, likes watching tennis wouldn't necessarily write her off. I think what happens is it's the media that, you know, our mm-hmm. media is brutal. Let's be honest, the British media is brutal. And, you know, let's say, for example, Emma Raducanu retires in the second round, which it's possible. You know, she's injured. She's not fit. Um, Like you say, she's suffering from side strain. It is possible. Our media, if she has to retire from Wimbledon again, our media is going to obviously, you know, get on our case for that, which isn't fair. She's 19 years old. Um, I would like yeah, to... Yeah, but like these to... things happen in tennis, though, don't they? And, and like, like, is everyone calling Zverev, who, you know, fell over in the French and, and you know, did his ankle in? Is he getting called injury-prone? No. You know, that, that, that's, what I don't, that's what I don't understand about it. Like, and this is a lad, Zverev, who's been on the tour a few years. Injuries do happen, you know, and... The, the problem being is, like, Emma's not used to it yet. You know, like, like I say, last year, we didn't know who she was and she became the darling of the British sport. You know, she's won Sports Personality of the Year. She's won a major since then. You know, it's a lot of pressure. It's a lot of pressure on, on a 19-year-old girl. It's a lot of pressure on anybody, never mind, you know, a 19-year-old girl who's still a baby in this sport, you know, there's, there's, there's people, and, 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 you know, people might come back and say, well, you know, Schwantek's only, you know, a couple of years older. Yeah, that's fine, but Schwantek's been on the tour longer. You know, Schwantek's been on the tour since she won the junior Wimbledon championship four years ago. So Schwantek's had that experience of being on the tour. And that's what we need to let Emma do, let her have this experience. If she goes out tomorrow, fair, you know, that, that's fine, you know, because she's, she's going to lose ranking points anyway, doesn't matter where far she goes in. But if she goes out tomorrow, there's absolutely no defeat and no um no harm in losing to Carolina Garcia, you know, if she goes out tomorrow. That's that's fine. Um she's not gonna I don't think she'll win Wimbledon. I, I really don't. But I think she's got the game to go very, very far in the tournament, but we need to kind of just let her get on, you know what I mean? Yeah, and I agree with that. I mean, I, even if she does go out tomorrow, fair enough. If she goes out next year in the second round or even the year after that in the second round, she's still going to be 21, 22 years old. She's still got a career ahead of her, but she needs to maintain some consistency and get a, like the correct training regimen. She needs to find the right coach because yeah, um, yeah, that has been an which, issue. Which will take time. I mean, I, I do apologise because I have forgotten about Joanna Conter in the in the female side of things. So I do apologise for that. But, you know, Joe Conter gave us a good couple of support in that. But, you know, Emma's gone in and, 
and blew that out the water already. You know what I mean? Like, and and that's for a, a lass who, who we didn't know a year ago. And and that's it's just what it is what it is. She's just shot. She's came on the scene like so quickly, and then and um, we just need to let her play her own game. Let her have a couple of years on the tour. And then if we're still talking about this in two years' time, Gary, I would probably agree with you. <laughs> you know that that she's maybe not as you know not as um she's susceptible she's susceptible to an injury or something, and maybe she's not taking it as serious as what she should. Which which I think came out in the media this week, and I think that's an absolute pile of one to be honest. Um, but it happens, you know. And like you say, the media builds these stars up and then quite easily tears them down as well. Yeah, and we've seen that with a lot of a lot of English players. And I'm not just talking tennis, I'm talking football. Um, you know, for example, David Beckham when when he got sent off. Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely card. Wayne Rooney and you know, the ball had it and and I'm sure she's I'm sure she's media trained, you know, the way she speaks, you know, the way she spoke yesterday was absolutely superb, Very to be fair, you know, and she looked absolutely over the moon to be back. So, you know, yeah, you know she's she's come this year and she's a lot richer than what she was last year, and she's got a lot more sponsorships and she's a lot more busier than that. But tennis is—I I still firmly believe this—that tennis is still a number one priority. Yeah, well, that, that you know the hope is is that you know she's going to reach her potential. Andy Murray didn't do it for a, a very very long time. I remember there was a good few years, and um, where he was at Wimbledon before he finally won that Wimbledon tournament. Yeah, and it was a creep. Yeah. Um, how long? How long did it take Murray to win his first Grand Slam? What six, seven years? Took him a while. He was a creep, yeah. so he was going from second to third quarters. Ooh, can he do with the semis? Ooh. All that sort of stuff. But we'll go on to Murray, who was the next the next Brit on Santa Court after Raducanu, um, who played the uh, the Aussie lad. What was he called uh, Duckworth? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, we played him. I mean, what did you make of Murray? I mean, he, he came out and said himself, like, he's he's getting on, he's he's not as fit as he used to be. Um, But to me, from what I saw, you know, he, he still looks like he can compete. Definitely, yeah. I mean, the first set, he was, yeah, I think he was a little bit poor, but he was just getting used to the way Duckworth plays. Look, Duckworth, uh, he's a, a very, very hard hit with a tennis ball. Um, you know, and, and I thought Duckworth actually played well, um, all things considering yesterday. Murray was just Murray. Uh, uh, you know, yeah, he's he's had he's had to adapt his game because he's not as fit as he was. He's had a you know, he's had a, you know, he's had a hip practically a hip replacement, you know. He's only he's only thirty five and he's had his hip reconstructed and he's still, you know, a, a competing at the top level, you know, which for me just speaks volumes of him and I was never a huge Andy Murray fan. You know, I, I thought he was just, you know, a miserable, you know, kind of, you know, a little bit kind of arrogant towards the media and stuff. But since he won, I think it was his second Wimbledon, I really kind of changed on him. And since he's come back off this injury, you can tell he, he knows he hasn't got long left, um, you know, in, in the game and, you know, the injuries will catch up. And bless him when he is, you know, if at older age, he's going to be in agony, you know. And that's that's the kind of, you know... That's what he's given to the sport, you know, and he deserves a huge, huge round of applause for that. Deserves a big pat on the back. And I just hope he gets the second week. You know, that's what I'm aiming for, Andy. If he can get the second week, you know, as we've said earlier in the pod, there is a, there's room there for him to go quite far. You know, Nadal has got through, but Djokovic, you expect to get in the final. But there is room for, for, for Andy on his day, can't beat anyone at Wimbledon, at centre court with the crowd behind him. 
So he's playing, but he's got a hard one tomorrow. He's got John Isner tomorrow, and we all know what Isner can do. He's a horrible server. There's not going to be many breakpoint opportunities, I don't think, you know. So he's going to have to, you know, dig in. I think it'll be a long game. Um, no matter, even if it's, you know, if he wins in straights, I think it'll be a long game, like 7 5, 6 4, something like that. So he's going to have to dig in. And this is a horrible opponent for anybody, but he's also a beatable op- opponent for anybody as well. The thing is, now going into that's the favourite, though. Do you think Ezen is the favourite going No, in? I would say Andy's the favourite for that. I think Andy will get through quite easily, to be honest, but it's, it is a difficult game, you know, but I, I think he'll get through. I think, you know, the ones I've run tomorrow, we mentioned, you know, Raducanu, who's who's on against Caroline Goss. I think that's a harder game for her than, than Isner for, for for Mary, to be honest. Isner's probably more of a, you know, a, a hard court specialist, really. Um, but he's he's got he's the horrible serving volley, isn't he? You know we haven't, you know Andy Roddick was the absolute master, and as with Tim Edmund, you know serving volley, and it's it's still a, it's an art that doesn't get used as much nowadays. You know they're, they're a lot more um, a lot more rounded the tennis players now. Yeah, no, I know what you're saying. I mean, it's a prediction and where I mean, how far do you see Murray going realistically? Obviously, we'd love him to win it. But realistically, how far do you see him going? Yeah, I, I don't think he'll win it. So I'm gonna if he can get through to, to this. I, I like I said, as I put this for for all of the Brits, um, you know, the the, the you know the bigger ones like the Cam Nuri, the Dan Evans, who I know is struggling in a minute, um, Emma Raducanu. If we can get three Brits into the second week, I'll be happy. So I'll, I'll include Andy and Emma, pardon me, and then one more, then I'll be happy. Yeah, no, I I agree with that. I'd love to see a couple of Brits get the second week. Um, I'd love to see Katie Bolter get the second week and Cam Norrie. Um, I'd be happy with that. But you know, if Heather Watson makes it there, um, you know, the more the merrier for me. The more the merrier. But um, I'm gonna go yeah. back to the women's game. Um, looking at the women's game, the current field, you know, we've had Swetak play. Um, you know, who is world number one, very very good player. Um, we've had Raducanu play, Paolo Badoza played today and won, um, Maria Sakari's played today and won. There's quite a lot of ability in the girls' game. Coco Goff, 18 years old, and is looking really good. I mean, who yeah, do you think... Two yeah, who's going to be who's gonna be your favourite to win the women's side of the game, do you think, in all honesty? I just can't see beyond Siobhan Tepp after watching it today. I just cannot see beyond that. You know, I think we're looking at the next great of female tennis you know i think she's going to be a dominant force she already is and she's she's i don't think she's lost a match this year or something like that you know it's it's mad isn't it you know like yeah she's uh she's elite and she's only 21 years old um you know she's got a lot exactly um anyone else that stands out for you yeah that's where you're looking at pardon anyone else that stands out um well, we're watching the greatest of all time, arguably. Now, Serena is on. Um, she again, how far can she go? <laughs> um, hopefully, as far as possible, you know, because a, a tournament with Serena Williams in is 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 brilliant. You know, uh, how she's still going, and again, she's had a lot of injuries as well, but she's brilliant. Um, I, I agree with you about Coco Goff. I don't think Coco Goff will be far away. Um, struggled early on today, but improved. Uh, the longer it went on, Petra Kvitovic, um, who won Eastbourne last week, so she's had, you know, a a, a win in 
on the grass, so you cannot rule her out. Um, and then, I, I, who did I watch yesterday? We were talking about yesterday, weren't we? Um, the oh, Turkish girl. Uh, the Tunisian lass. Una, Una. The Tunisian, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, um, she, yeah, she'll go far. I think she'll go far in this. So she's one to watch out for. Um, for again, as much as I'm trying to, I'm literally trying to make you know cases for everybody as as I was in the in the men's side, but I can't see beyond Novak in the in the male, and I cannot see beyond Eva Schwantek in the in the female side of things. So and I don't want to be boring either. I want to like say, oh, I want to say, oh, you know. Um, yeah, Emma's gonna win it, but I think if if Sheba plays as well as she did yesterday, she'll she'll take some topping. But you know, Schwartek is just you know she's won thirty six games in a row, man. You know, <laughs> it's just mad. You know, so I just can't see beyond her. But I, you've just mentioned there, Katie Boulder. I think Boulder, if she can get to her first round, I think Boulder might have a chance of going quite far. Um, she's had a wonderful. Wonderful grass court season. Um, so I think she'll do all right. And it's good to see again, she's another one who's had a hell of a lot of injuries because she was really highly rated. Um, and she's had a fair, a fair few injuries. And then we've also, obviously we've got Harriet Dart, who um, it was really come on in this last year, you know, really has come on. So, you know, took took the, um, the bit of Jane Cup, you know, she really dug in there. You know, when Emma had lost her match, you know, Emma had had the, um, the blisters. And then Harriet's gone in playing against this 16-year-old wonder kid. And she dug in. She, she really did well. So I hope she does well as well. But she's got a hard game against Mazarov. So we'll see. We'll see. But, yeah, as, as much as I want to make case for, for for a lot of these players, you, I can't say beyond Shrantek. That's right. Like you say, she's uh, she's been in brilliant form. Um, she is well number one for a reason. Um, exactly, I mean, yeah. Go on exactly. to melee. I mean, you said Novak, but I mean, before this, we talked about a couple of players like looking at the odds and stuff. And uh, one of the players that you brought up was Denis Shapovalov. Um, I mean, who who do you think? Let's just say let's just say Novak goes out. I mean, who do you think is going to be the next next best like bet for that? Do you reckon? <sighs> Listen, if Novak goes out, that's anyone's. That is anyone's. You know. Well, we, you can even include Andy Murray and that, you know, that is anybody's to win. Um, Rafa's had to dig in there. I've just watched that game and he's had to dig in there. Is he going to win another Wimbledon? That's... You know, is he? Uh, I'd love to see it. We'd all love to see it, you know, and then, and, and, you know, and extend, you know, his, you know, major, you know, his Grand Slams and extend, you know, that the most Grand Slams, you know, Novak's, gonna want to beat it you know what I mean but can you imagine Rafa going out on top you know because I would imagine this is Rafa's last Wimbledon so that would be uh, that would be one that, <laughs> as much as I'm trying to say he's an underdog you know he's one of the best players of all time if not the best you know um, it's anybody's Gary if, if Novak it's not you know what if Novak goes out I'm gonna say the Dahl will win it Fair enough. Seven to one odds on the dial. I mean, um, one player that we spoke about earlier as well before we recorded this was Felix Alga Alasime, who's actually getting beat off Maxime Crezzi at the moment. Two sets to one. And we spoke quite highly about him and he could yeah, be, yeah. 
he could yeah. potentially be a surprise go out here. Um, at the minute, it's two sets to one, and Crazy's one game up in the fourth set. So that's an interesting one. Um, yeah. I'm I, I talked earlier on as well about uh Casper Ruud and uh Carlos Alcatraz as well. I mean, what what's your thoughts on them? Yeah, I like Alcatraz. I think he's he's definitely going to win one. Definitely going to win a major. Um, he's going to be one of the one of the ones to watch. Um, I'm just I'm just literally changed channel watching Sips Task now. He's going to go through, so um, good for him. Um, but Rudd, I haven't had I haven't had a chance to see that much of him. Yes, you know I watched him in the French. He looked really really good. To be fair, did really well to get as far as he did. So fair play to him. You know, um, is he a flash in the pan? Possibly. I don't know. But I haven't seen enough of him yet to make a big mind of, you know, we've, we've still got Kyrgios in the key. You know, Nick Kyrgios says, I don't want to win a major. It's not what it's about. <laughs> you can imagine if he goes all the way again. You know, let's let's see what he does. Um, but it's, it is open. It, it is open. It's just, I mean, the, the, both sides of the, both sides of the draw, both the men's and the, and the women's sides have got, these two players, one who's, you know, arguably the best grass court player of all time in Novak Djokovic. You know, Federer can give him a run for his money, don't get us wrong, but, you know, Novak's just, you know, immense. And then you've got, you know, this this Schwantek who has just absolutely blitzed everybody in the field this year. So you can't look beyond them at the minute, can you? You know, I know that in, you can give like these kind of like if, if that's in the others or oh, what if he goes out tomorrow? He might, he very well might, but I kind of see it. <laughs> um, it would have been it's a disappoint it's disappointing Berrettini. He's um, got COVID. I wish him all the best as well. But I, I I honestly thought he would win it this year. So that's why I'm a little bit kind of where I'm a little bit wary of picking somebody else because. Berrettini was me was me choice. If I wasn't picking anyone, if I wasn't picking Novak, yeah. so now I'm like kind of like, who am I picking now? <laughs> so you know, I'm not allowed to pick one, and then me horse and the next one's falling at the first, any. So it's uh, you know, we'll see. <laughs> yeah, I mean, one of those players that's missing out is Daniel Medvedev due to obviously the Russia-Ukraine war. Let's just say this never happened. Medvedev's in Wimbledon. Where do you see him? Where would you see him? Would you see him in the final? It's a, th- uh, it's a bit of a theoretical question, though, isn't it? Hey, probably. Yeah, probably. But we can't really answer that question, can we? Because, obviously, his preparation would have been completely different to what it is now. You know, he's not having... A, I don't think he's playing grass tournaments or, or anything, but his preparation is, is now on the US Open, isn't it? Because he's, he's not in this, so it's not really... It's not particularly a question I really want to answer, Gary, because well, I've taken away the you know the biggest thing that's happening in the world at the minute. You know, it's like we need to kind of think about it and you know theoretically, would he have won this year? Probably because he's the best player in the world at the minute, but we can't really answer it, can we? Yeah, that's a fair answer. Fair answer. I mean, so you're going Nadal and eh, not Nadal, Novak in the men's and in the women's Schwartek, yeah. Yeah, that's just, you know, like I say, it sounds boring, doesn't it? Um, and I really, you know what, I really want to say Emma Raducanu. You know, I really want to say, like, had she had had a good grass season, had she not picked up that side injury, I might have gone for her and gone for her in Schwantek final, if that's possible. 
but I just don't think she's got. I don't think it's it's a lot to ask of her when she has had that injury, you know. And um, yeah, and um, Serena's a breakdown already. So there we are. Yeah, no, I mean Serena's still she's still the goat though, isn't she? But we'll, we'll see how she gets on. I mean, of the women's side, definitely a hundred percent. You know, I know everyone says never at a lower because she won a lot of tournaments, but you look at what Serena Williams has done and her sister as well, Venus. and and Venus. Let's not forget Venus because she was a trendsetter as well. But you look at what Serena's done for this sport and what she's brought this sport. You look at these tennis players now and how the game has evolved and how it's improved. And yeah, you know, she's coming to the end of her career, you know, but she's an absolute, you know, wonderful, you know, advert for tennis, really. Yeah, I mean, she's obviously what, like, players like Danielle Collins, relatively quite young, are getting into Coco Goff as well. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Coco Goff and, um, (laughs) yeah, you you know, even like the likes of Madison Brengel, who's still, you know, who's still playing Coco Van der Wien, you know, these girls have. Have come on, you know Shelby Rogers. You know you, 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 the list is endless of of these players who have who have you know come on and uh, you know she's brought she brought that back because before her and Venus, obviously there was Steffi Graf, it was whenever the Martina Hingis and all that. The Americans didn't have that darling, you know, and then they just dominated for the next what ten years, and it took the likes of Maria Sharapova, you know, um, Justine Enna, um you know, Kim Clijsters to really, you know, pick their their game up, you know, really, you know, I, I, I wouldn't really put Sharapova, like Sharapova was 17 when she won Wimbledon, but, um, but you look at what, what her career did, you know, from then, and she was, she was still getting, you know, to Grand Slam finals and everything, Serena was, Serena had, you know, three or four year period where she was unbeatable, you know, and I'm seeing that now in Schwantek, which is, uh, you know, it's, 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 it's crazy. Yeah, I mean, one last mention on Swatag. I think she's going to dominate the female game for a good few years to come. But uh, we'll leave it at that, And What I'm going to do, though, is I'm going to ask for your baller and ball aches so far in Wimbledon, if there's a moment which has stood out for you and a bit of a douchebag moment that stood out for you. Yeah, I've got, you know, I would say Peniston because obviously of his, of his cancer struggles and everything like that, but... You've got to say, um, I don't know if you've seen the video yet, mate, but of the ball boy who, who was unwell um, yesterday and Jodie Burridge, who was the, the British British player who was on court at the time, uh, went over to see if he was all right, give him a drink, you know, give him um, some of these you know energy bars that they have, yeah. and then got out of a tennis bag some Percy Pigs and started feeding him Percy Pigs. I thought that was just so British. <laughs> I thought it was absolutely wonderful event. And she went on to lose... You know, she went on to lose a game and everything like that. But you know, I thought that was mint. I thought that was really, 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 you know, really good of her. You know, to do that. Um, you know, yeah, absolutely class from her. Um, ball ache. You're probably looking at Berrettini getting COVID on the day of his game, aren't you? <laughs> you kind of really go beyond that blessing. Like I say, hopefully it's nothing too serious. Hope he's okay. But you know, from like I said, he was my pick, Gary. You know, he was my absolute pick for this year and he must be absolutely devastated you know not to not to have even got a game under his belt you know can you imagine how hard that would have been for the guys who were on court one uh, today who were like oh like so Berrettini's not playing right you, you've been you are now because we had to have thrown a game in there you know they wouldn't have been able to just say oh well up like 
whoever was on second, they would have had to have thrown a game in there. I think it was like Demena and Dellen, I think it was, who were playing. Um, the Australian Demena won quite easy. But it was like, oh, hell. It's like, can you imagine being having tickets for that? Oh, Berrettini's on, and then... Oh shit, <laughs> he's not. <laughs> but like I say, I'm I am making life a situation. You know, it is a potentially serious situation. I hope he's okay. Uh, wish him all the best, and he's got he he will win at um a Grand Slam, uh, and he will win Wimbledon. I think one of these days. Um, so it looks as if though, Gary, that we're going to be another Britain out because Dan Evans are two sets down. So he's going to do it the hard way. Yeah. Uh, definitely, I think he's going like. But um, my baller. Uh... I've got to go with honest, Jipper. I thought, you know, the Tunisian last played a really good game yesterday, won in straight sets. Um, you know, she could go quite far in Wimbledon. Um, for me personally, quite impressed with her. Um, but you know, you know, it's nice to see Radicano go through as well when there was a lot of doubt over whether or not she would play and you know if she was going to play. Um, ball it, you've got to go with always. You've got to go with Nick Kyrgios. Um. Apparently, he called the line judge a snitch who has no fans. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> apparently, he'd said, "Has anyone came here to see her talk or something about the lumbar or something?" He's he's mad, isn't he? He's mad as a hatter. But he just wish he would. And I know he's he's come out and said this, hasn't he? He's come out and said, "Look, it's not about winning tournaments. It's not what I'm about. I'm about having a good time. I'm about this, that, and the other." Um, I want to retract my ball here to these fucking idiots in the crowd who have just managed to sit down and have disrupted um, Serena Williams' game. Get to your fucking seats early, for God's sake. <laughs> I bet they're feeling really bad right now, and they're just walking in. Oh, you know what I mean? I wouldn't have bothered. I'd have gone to another court then, hey. instead of interrupting the bloody one of the best players ever to lift a tennis racket. Never mind. <laughs> but yeah, going back to Kyrgios, sorry. Um, it, I wish he would just... For one time, try and win a major. You know he's he is a bit of a wasted talent, isn't he? But he is funny, like he's class. Ah, he's uh, he, he's he is comedy uh, to tennis. I mean, if you go on YouTube and watch his best bits, I mean, you definitely get a laugh or, or five out of them, like definitely. But I would love to see him go quite far, and you know, because the the field isn't as star studded as it was maybe in previous years with uh, Federer out, Medvedev um, out, and uh, Zverev ankle broke. Um, you know, he might have a chance to go further than he's ever gone, but like mm. you say, he needs to take it seriously. Yeah, well, he doesn't want to, though, does he? So, you know, he would if he wanted to take it seriously, he'd have done it by now. Um, he's just, listen, he's there to earn his money, have a party, you know, he's a party animal, isn't he? Or, that's fair enough. That is fair enough, but surely at the elite sport level, you want to be winning something, but that's just the mindset of... You know, some you know, someone who's obviously this is his this is his money making, you know, tool, to be fair. So that's fine. That's fine. Fair enough. And lastly, Anne, what game are you gonna be watching tonight? Because I know you will be watching a game. Um I am going to watch Katie Boulder. Um, you know, like I say, I'm really, really excited about what she can do. Um Gary, do you remember when I said Chapapolov? Um he's two sets to one down as well. <laughs> so we've just proven over and now that we know absolutely fuck all. Um but yeah I'll be watching Katie Boulder. Um and then if they do move Harriet Dart, which I think they have I'm just gonna quickly check Gary where she's at. They've now moved Harriet Dart on to Oh no, they haven't moved it yet. They've they've got it. They've got it down. They've got it. She's not on court at either anymore where she was. They've put her on another court. So I'll watch ball there, and then 
if Dart's still playing, or they found a call for Dart, or they may have moved it for tomorrow, like. But I'm going to try and watch Bolton and Dart anyway, because um, I'm really excited about Bolton and and I'd and really like Harry Dart as well. Yeah, no, I, I want to see Bolton do well today. Um, I've just put uh, Dan Evans on there now, so I'll probably watch Dan Evans, um, see how he gets on uh, at the minute. He's uh, two sets down by the looks of it, and he's one game yeah. up in the third set. And we'll see how he gets on. But, mate, we'll, uh, we'll leave it at that. Pretty electric chat about tennis. I mean, we'll probably revisit this in a week and a half's time when uh, Shapovalov goes out today, Alga goes out, and then Novak will probably get out tomorrow. So... I'm fairly confident last year when we when we, when we gave each other a couple of picks. I'm sure mine went out first round. Um, it always happens. It always happens. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, we've got... We've got this to come, you know. We've obviously got, which I particularly want to talk about, the women's Euros, which is which starts next week. Um, which England have got a fantastic chance of winning. Yeah. Um, so you know, we'll try and get a guest on for that. We know we'll try and bring us the the very best of Wimbledon coverage that that me and Gary can do. Uh, which will be totally <laughs> wrong, by much, the way. But it's something. <laughs> I uh, definitely, but uh, it's always a pleasure um, having a bit of banter with you about tennis because I think we always do this when like, an exciting Grand Slam comes up. We always have a bit of banter with it beforehand about like who we're watching and who we feel could go all the way in that. So it's good to kind of record and have that same conversation. Granted, we're going to be wrong about Aliga Alasime and Shavavabalabalov because they're probably going to go out like, but. Thanks for joining us tonight to have that discussion, and and uh, for yeah. people listening, this is going out at nine o'clock Tuesday night, twenty eighth of June. So, listen <laughs> <up>. <laughs> yeah, only three days later than, than what we advertised, but we are sorry about that. <laughs> yeah, well, it's a bit of post match post match reaction, really, isn't it? So yeah, that's but... it. That's it. Yeah, you got something, you know. Uh, but uh, mate, I'll uh, I'll let you enjoy um, the Serena game which you've got on. I've got Evans on. Um, with a mix of Algarve and then I'm going to watch Bolter later on. But thanks for jumping on, mate. Appreciate Yeah, no worries, mate. Take care. See you soon. Redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino style games to choose from, you too could win life changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to chumbacasino.com and give them a world. That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Sports Social Podcast Network. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.